Yeah. It's your boy D1, man. Everybody want to know. What you mean when you say God and girls? Check it. If it ain't about God, it's about these girls. Yeah. If it ain't about God, it's about these girls. Yeah. Everybody know they rule the world. Yeah. Everybody know. See, that's my first time going live. Oh, I'm live. You're not live. I'm learning new things. Black people helping each other. Hey, Legally Me 87, (laughs) we are here. It's a beautiful Saturday in Los Angeles, California. Well, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the west side, the best side. Can I say that? Yeah. Well, we're from the west side of Atlanta, so okay. So west side. When you the best say side. west side is the best side, we agree. We agree. <laughs> we might not be talking about the same city, but we agree. All right. There we go. This is Stacey here uh, with Girl Talk University episode twenty one. We're talking Black Parade. You know the song Beyonce. Someone we just listened. Yes. To? She was yes. paying homage to all the black owned businesses, and that is definitely something that we want to talk about today. Hey, cuz, thank you for joining in. <laughs> this is episode twenty one, Black Parade, supporting black owned business. So I'm in LA. And okay. I am accompanied with my great friend, but of course, a beautiful young woman next to me, Dr. Alexandria Asiadu. That's me. Oh, you yes. did so good. I did. I practiced my tweet. She, tweet. what? Ooh, oh, my, excuse me, but she knows her stuff. I'm a cultured woman, okay? <laughs> so I, I practice my She own knows stuff. the chi. Yes, that is from Ghana. But can I call you Dr. Alice for short? You can call me Allie. We friends. Allie. Yes, okay, okay, yes. So I'm, I'm, not writing, I'm not writing in your seats today. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so, how about, since we're talking about black-owned business, let's just get right to it. Yeah. Tell the viewers how you and I met. So, well, you know how people always say you get into the DM and you shoot your shot? That's exactly what I did. I essentially shot my shot. I did. I did. Look, I went out there on a limb. So, I have a custom t-shirt business. I saw Miss Stacy here doing great things for the youth, and I said, I got to get in on this. Mm-hmm. I think I actually saw a video from, um, what was her name? Ah. Oh. She had retweeted your video, or she had re-shown your video. Oh, um, Libby. Yes. Right. And I was like, I gotta get in on that. So what did I do? I slid in the DM. Slid in the DM. She shot her shot at And you I know. shot my shot. <laughs> hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you gotta shoot your shot sometimes. Mm-hmm. You never know where it's gonna fall. What do they say? Shoot That's for true. the stars. That's true. Shoot for the moon. You might land on the stars. And look, I landed on this. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and look, that is the first tip I think we can talk about today, shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. Not just in terms of dating, but in terms of business, right? Absolutely. When I was growing up and going to college, I used to hear network, network, network. Yes. Networking is the most important thing you can do in business and you're in, this is a living proof of that, That's right? Exactly so we've right. made money together in a very short time Yes. because you were humble enough to reach out. Of course, I was humble enough to respond That's because right. we're out here both trying to do good things. That's right. And look where we are now. Exactly. So that is the cool story about how Allie and I met. Um, tell me, when you think of black-owned businesses, just hearing the phrase, what comes to mind? Like, immediately, I just want to support. Like, I'm just, like, all for it. Like, I got to get in on it. I want to know what's, what they're doing. I want to know um, how I can support, how I can be part of the movement. Like, I just want to see us do good. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Issa Rae said, I'm, I'm voting for everybody black. I'm for everybody. <laughs> like, that's just the way it goes. And, like, we just have to empower each other, and that's what I want to see. I really want to see us do that more. I want to see us empower each other more and mm-hmm. leave, like, a lasting legacy for those who come after us. For sure. That's awesome. Let me Let me... Backtrack a little bit. Did you grow up supporting black-owned business? Was this like a thing talk about in the house, or was it like something that you came into later? Uh, I would say I definitely grew into later. 
we, you know, me growing up here in California, it's, it was it was harder growing up. I think uh, we didn't have access to a lot of black owned mm -hmm. resources, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't as well known. There were, there were a few things out like hair products. And then at that, you don't really know, is it truly black owned? Mm -hmm. We didn't have access to social media like we have today, access to Google where we can actually ensure that what we're getting, although it's catered towards the black crowd, is it truly black owned? Right. So, you know, yes, of course, I was using these black products, but they weren't truly black owned, mm -hmm. probably, you know, to come, yeah. come to think about it. Yeah, for me, I mean, I think I, I'm very privileged. I have an advantage because I'm from Atlanta where mm -hmm. we see a lot of black entrepreneurs. So right? good. And so it was a thing that was talked about in our houses. We're going here instead of there. Mm -hmm. We're going to buy this from this person instead of there. Like, we're going to support black owned business. It wasn't until I got older that I realized that's not a thing for everyone. Right. In fact... A lot of people have been trained to think negatively when they think of black-owned business. That's it's not like true. that support, what can we do to help, nope. as you said, came to mind. It's more like, that's why I don't go to black-owned this. Where do, I mean, like, where does that come from? Have you heard that? Like, that's why you can't, that's why I can't support my people. That's oh, where yeah. I can't support my folk. Where does that myth stem from? You know, that, honestly, I mean, if we're going to break it down, it's probably mm. really institutionalized. You sure. know, it's really something that we have heard from those who are not there for blacks say, and then we brought it upon ourselves in a sense. It's it's unfortunate, and I, I've heard it growing up, or you say like, oh, that's why you can't take black folks anywhere. That's why you can't do this. For whatever reason, either we're labeled as being um, unprofessional, mm -hmm. we're either labeled as being late to everything, you know, mm -hmm. colored people time. So it's these, these systemic kind of prejudices that mm -hmm. came about that have really inhibited us as uh, yeah. blacks. I think, and is it stock, I mean, not to get real smart on a Saturday, but is it Stockholm Syndrome, right, where the people that are oppressed start believing in their own oppression. So they're like, yeah, we're bad. Yeah, yes. I, our businesses aren't good enough. Yeah. yeah, we should go to this business instead of that one, even though the people who own this one across the street look like me. You know, that's right. the thing I have a problem with. Like, I want to challenge all black folks mm -hmm. to support their own. And when they have these... That's why I can't go nowhere black. Why do you have to clump all black businesses right. in a category? Why don't you give each black business their own chance? That is so true. You know, you know that really brings up a good point. Like, for example, I'll just use hair shops. And I true. know people who are tuning in on my channel who are, like, here from California, for example. I don't know about Atlanta, but the hair shop, they're owned by Koreans mostly. Yeah, we know. You know? We know. Yeah, so that's who runs the hair shop. And I'm telling you. Half the time, growing up in my life, these they don't treat us well. They 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 you know wander you know uh, stalk us around the store thinking Absolutely. we're stealing things. They don't know anything about our texture. They can't help us out with any product recommendations. Yet we continue to go back. Right. We continue to what go back and invest in that. And there'll be that one shop that'll pop up that'll be black owned. And for whatever reason, we don't take our business and go and support that. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, is and then six months later, you're like, what happened to that place? Exactly, because mm -hmm. it's shut down and it's moved on. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's, right. That's it's very crazy. hurtful. And I mean, I can be candid enough to say that I live in Houston now. There's a street, Cullen Boulevard. And shout out to the black store. There, you can find Girl Talk University shirts there for twenty four ninety nine. But anyway, um, we go to the black. Uh, go down Cullen Boulevard right here. You have a Korean or Vietnamese or Asian store. Down here, you have another. One. You have a black store. I literally contemplate like mm, they're gonna have everything I need. Should that even matter? Shouldn't no. it be an, a, a yes, goal automatic. to go there? Automatic. But I think we've just been accustomed to only support black-owned businesses when we quote-unquote have enough money to or mm -hmm. enough time to or when it's convenient for us. Oh, and we like want the hookup. Business. We want the black people hookup all sure, the time. Sure, sure. So then there's that. 
You know, we can't keep asking for hookups at, you know, at these places. Mm -hmm. Like, we go in there and we want to be like, oh, but whoever down the street is selling it for, you know, $5 cheap. Well, I'm just going to go over to Korea, man. That's not right. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is a systemic, like, it's a, it's a trickle-down mm -hmm. effect. Because I talked to a black own, uh, black store owner, and she told me that she is competing for product where she naturally has to pay higher than than other minorities mm -hmm. because because she's she's she is a minority minority because right. she's black. She's competing within the Korean market to buy this hair or to provide us the best products and she's really competing. So she has to pay more. And so inevitably we have to pay more. Right. right. So it's like And it know, shouldn't even tough. matter. Like when you think about it, let's and we can keep we can say about we can say on beauty supply stores. Is it really that much more? No. Well, fifty cent. Oh man! Yes, exactly. Oh man! This Carmex is one ninety nine here, but it's two forty nine here. Know. Is this not worth fifty cent, girl? Right? But I think I don't know. What did you tell me? I think the first conversation we had that some people just are so afraid to let go of their money. Mm -hmm. Either I read it somewhere, or I feel like we talked about it. Mm -hmm. They're just so afraid to let go of their money. That fifty cents is going to change their life. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, every penny counts. I mean, we got to get out of that mentality. You got to yeah. invest into things. You got to invest into products and things you believe in. Yeah. Um, to sure. really make. Like to make a difference. We see the political climate. We gotta make a difference. We yeah. gotta help. Like we gotta invest. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is episode twenty one, Black Beret supporting black owned business. This is Stacy here with Allie, aka Dr. Alexandria. Yes. <laughs> and we're talking black business. Now let's talk about the biggest aspect of business, black, white, blue, anything, customer service. Something that I have seen or heard time and time again from people that have gone to black owned businesses is the lack of customer service they receive or experience. Has that been the case for you by going to several black owned businesses or is that a myth? Tell me what you think about customer experiencing entrepreneurship from a black person being the customer. How's customer service? To be honest with you, I think it's blown out of proportion. Yes, it happens. I'm not gonna say it doesn't happen, but it happens everywhere, right? Amongst mm -hmm. any kind of store. Um, what happens is when it's, so first answer to your question, I think it's blown out of proportion. I typically see great like customer service. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm treated well, we have in harmony, we both want to help each other. Mm -hmm. Like there's a good communication, good mm -hmm. customer and uh, owner relationship. That's mm -hmm. what I typically see. Now every now and then there is a situation where it's um, not ideal mm -hmm. and there is an issue with customer service as with any type mm -hmm. of business, correct? Mm -hmm. And what happens is it gets blown out of proportion. Sure. It gets blown out of proportion. We are so quick to tear each other down. We really still have this kind of like, I don't know, what is it? Is it like the slave mentality? But we are really quick to tear each other down after that. And mm -hmm. we get on social media. We get on uh, Black Riverside County. We get on Yelp or whatever. And here we are it's it's attacking, mm -hmm. yeah, attacking each other down. But we're so quiet about, again, those Korean hair stores that were treated bad for years, the restaurant that we went to that treated us poorly. We're kind of quiet about that. But we're quick to jump when it's But you know home. what's funny? In terms of the beauty spot stores, we're actually, in my opinion, we're not quiet about it. Mm -hmm. We know that they follow us. We know that we don't. But we keep going back. We keep yeah, going. Yeah, we keep giving true. them our money. Yep. However, with a black store, you go one time and you deal with somebody that had an attitude that day because maybe she had an awful day. And instead of you just saying, "What's wrong, sis? You yeah. all right? You look. Let's talk." Instead of you doing that, you're upset and you never go to that place again. Right. We are so forgiving to people that have condemned us, that hurt us, that don't invest back into the communities That's in which it. take their money. That's I go it. in those beauty supply stores and I'm like, where is A. Phil and Randolph Elementary or Bastion Elementary or not to just call out names, but mm -hmm. where are you guys putting the money back into the community that's helping you eat? Exactly. However, one bad encounter at a black-owned business and it's, I'm that's never going it. there again. Yep. 
That's yeah. true. That's so, true. So I brought that up to not only challenge ourselves, but to challenge the listeners. Give black-owned businesses another chance. And don't mm-hmm. clump all of them together. Yeah. Have there been black-owned businesses where it was terrible, the food was cold, or I didn't have a good experience? Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to shop black. I'm right. still shopping black. I'm black. Yeah. Still shopping right. black. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. You know what? So, what about when we give that constructive criticism? How, like, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. That also is kind of like, I feel like my back is against the wall sometimes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. really, I'm coming from a place of growth, right? Like, I want to see you be successful. So, right. here's some tips, you know? But then that comes off of me being, you think you know everything. You think you're better than me. Right. Or, or just immediately being attacked. Right. Yeah. So I think we have to learn as a two to receive it, right? Yeah. We were talking about, we were getting prepared for you to come earlier today. Uh-oh. And we were talking about how I think a lot of, and, and when I say black, I'm not speaking of all black people. Let me just say that. But black people are born and bred and raised to survive. Do whatever yes. you do to live. Do whatever you do so that you don't die, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody approaches you with a soft criticism, you're automatically defensive because you think yeah. somebody's attacking you. Because that's how you've been kind of yeah. raised to be, it to be ready true. for anything, right? Yeah. But constructive criticism is what's needed to become a better entrepreneur. So if we're not yeah. open to it, that's right. I, I got some advice. I get, well, I say the majority of my advice, and it could be the nature of what I'm in, comes from people younger than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social media, uh, what schools I should go to, what I should say, what I should post. They all, Most of the people on my staff are younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the people that give me pointers are younger than me. Who am I not to take criticism or advice from them? Right. You know. Right. So, black folks, if you want to be an entrepreneur, uh, another thing we need to do is just be open to receiving criticism. Yes. And and another thing I want to talk about is sometimes when you become a black business owner, that's a great thing. But stay humble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Treat your customers with respect. You know. And I'm not going to call out the name of the girl. Of course not. But no. I signed up to get a facial. I could have gone to the main spot in Houston or I could have supported this young black queen right mm-hmm. so I'm gonna support the black queen come to the appointment she doesn't show up mm-hmm. now I could have said that's why I don't support black business I'm like no let me reach out and reach out mm-hmm. and she said oh you know my car flooded uh reboot and I'm like okay so I go on the website to try to get a time and she's like oh somebody already took that time sorry yeah. and I'm like Come on now. Yeah. I'm your customer. You're the one who flaked out on the appointment. You need to figure out a way that we can do something different. And she wasn't trying to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she was like, sorry, it is what it is. So I, w- I say that to say we need to be humble, too. Yes, You know, especially do. when you're starting now. Yes, we do. But you know what? Another thing, too, that we have to think about is some of these other non-black uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. have their daddy and their mommy who are business right. owners, right? That's right. They're, they're, their parents are giving them gems, leaving them tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. A lot of us nowadays, we're trying to start. We're trying to be the first of everything, That's the right. first doctor, That's the right. first attorney, the first businesswoman, the first this. We're trying to change that narrative, That's right? right? So we don't have really don't anybody have to look back on. We, we don't. don't. Mm-hmm. We're, we're starting from scratch. We're just trying our best from what we're seeing. So we also, we have to be an example to our community, and we have to provide um, resources for our, mm-hmm. for our young right. individuals growing up. And that's why I love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're getting out there, you're talking to these youth where you're giving them the tools and the foundation to mm-hmm. be successful, where hopefully these things will see a, will see a paradigm shift. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Having that knowledge is really important too, it because is. when you have a bad experience, with a black entrepreneur, give them a little grace mm-hmm. because you That's know right. that they're not equipped as a Fortune 500 company That's or right. another mom and pop shop that didn't grow up with the things that they have now. Yes. So. Listen, how many times have you bought something from Amazon and they were late 
or or they messed up or their long, package. Or it looked it beautiful long. online. Yeah, yeah. What, like what, what, it, what, right. yeah. what what I wanted and what I got. We see it on the shade room every day, right? But we still give them a chance. I just put an order in with Amazon. So this, you know, we don't we don't go on and dog them. We're still giving them their our, yeah. their money. So definitely give a give us a chance. Yeah, no, I mean, we got a the black entrepreneur messes up. It's like ah, that's, that's why I don't it. rock with. That's why you can't support black folks. Right. Yeah, we got to stop that narrative. We do. We, we got to give each other to. grace. We are really tough on each other sometimes. We and are. I just want to challenge. It's already hard enough. Us, people of color, whatever you want to say, let's just give each other more grace. Mm -hmm. Grace to make mistakes. Grace to receive criticism and accept it and, and use what you need and move forward in this entrepreneurship game. Exactly. So talk about your business. Okay. You're a doctor, right? Yes, ma'am. So I am a doctor of nursing practice, which is a nurse practitioner, and mm -hmm. I work in neurology. That's my specialty. Okay. Yes. So, how, so are you uh, working in your own practice? Or? I don't. I work in a practice now with uh, three other neurologists, but the plan is for me to have my own practice and work uh, specializing in headache medicine, oh, giving nice. Botox, ma managing headaches and migraines. Not Botox for aesthetics, ladies. Botox for sure migraines. You sure you can't get me? I'll hit you. Right here, So... Yeah, I really like it. Um, I've been in the field now, neurology specifically. Well, I've been in neurology for a long time. Even as an RN, I began at the bedside working in a neurotrauma unit. Nice. So I've always liked neurology, like the brain. Well, you said, well, I always have headaches right here. Well, bro, it's for sure a tumor. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. It's it's nice and it's great. And I love seeing people and helping each other. I've always had that humanitarian spirit. Like, no, the next question. You are this uh, great doctor and you start a custom t-shirt design. Yes. Business. Yes. Tell me how. Tell me about that transition. Yeah. So I mean, I just wanted to do something for myself, just something fun, just something a little lighthearted. I was working. Honestly, it all came about this year with the oh, whole nice. like, just a lot of the political climate, the COVID. I was working in the hospital. I was going to the hospital. It just always felt down, felt bad. I'd come home and you know, I see my kids. I have no energy for them. I just want to lay in the bed. And I just said, "What's going on? I got to do something that's gonna like pick me up." Right. And I just started researching and looking, thinking something I could be creative in and. I saw making t-shirts, so I said, well, why not? And so I named the business after my kids. It's Miha Prince, which is Mariah, Isaiah, Jordan, and Adrian, so M-I-J-A, which is Miha. And I also speak Spanish, so I thought that that kind of plays a part on it, like Miha, like, like that means like my daughter, you know? Let me ask you a quick <laughs> question. Yes. What don't you do? Well. What don't you do? What are you bad at? I'm bad at a lot of no, things, I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. So, so you, you, you are a doctor, you started this yes. business amidst COVID, yes. which is formidable, which is fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Um, what has been the biggest struggle with being a black entrepreneur? Um, I think the biggest has really been just like, just getting, yeah, getting fellow support, honestly. Like, I really find that. The people who have some supported me the most, which is crazy, are people who I don't know. Like, I never, we never met before. So, and yes, you're black, so it's great. But people who I don't know, like, what about those friends of mine, my own family? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, dang. You know, you're oh, like, that's you, a whole nother podcast. You know, that's yeah, episode, I know, I know. That's episode really that. But yeah, oh, that's I'm the biggest, kidding. I think that's been the challenge, if anything, you know, just not like, um, getting support from those closest to you, like they'll give you emotional support, but as far as like, let me, let me, let me get a shirt from you, or let me like, mm -hmm. you know, help you um, network. Not so much. You know what I've noticed? Sometimes people don't uh, believe in it until it's done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they think yeah. that I don't need it. They're like, why are you doing that? Like, you, you already have a job that you pay, like you get paid enough at. Why are you doing that? But it's like, it's not always about the money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you like actually want to do things to release that creative side, or you just want to do something to distract your mind, or. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I like to make people happy, and I found that that brought joy to me and to others. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you had any bad experience with customers since you started? 
Well, you know what? I've been fortunate. I really had to institute, like, from the beginning, I was like, look, you got to pay first before I make the shirt because that just in life has been something mm -hmm. where you kind of get burned for a product. Mm -hmm. And that's just across the board. You mm -hmm. know, you someone asks you to do something, you get it done. They're like, oh, actually, I don't want that. Right. You like, know, <laughs> so you yeah. learn that, like, young just to collect the money before you do the product. But, you know, honestly, I've had really good experiences with most of my customers. And again, it comes down to that customer service. If there is an issue, let me know. Like, mm -hmm. let me know so I can try to make it right for you. I have no problem with that. Let me do it right. Let me do the order over. Let me do the shirt over. Yeah, I take a loss on my side. But at the end of the day, it really helps with that relationship with That's the customers. Awesome. That's awesome. What are you looking forward to in terms of entrepreneurship? Well, just growing, okay. networking, meeting more people. have a print shop? Oh man, I'd love to get a print shop. So I am getting full, like my loft is full and my kids are like, what happened? I thought this was our loft and it has like all my stuff. So <laughs> yes, I would love to have a print shop one day. I wanna buy a, a bigger uh, machine that can really do like large format printing. So those are my short-term and long-term goals. How <laughs> has being an entrepreneur kind of affected your family? Um, I think it's actually brought us closer. Nice. Yeah, Tell me more. I think it's Tell brought us closer. Like my son is 14, so he helps out a lot carrying boxes, carrying the shirts. My daughter helps me with designing, with weeding some of the vinyl. My little girl, she helps like cleaning up some of the vinyl. So we always work together. So do I hear you saying entrepreneurship is good for families? It's great for families. And for black families for and black bringing families. black families together. Yes. Is that what I hear yes, you say? Yes, I hear you say it. Yeah. Yes. Shout it, out to uh, <laughs> Lainey F. Catering over there at uh, Diaspora Restaurant. We have uh, another family black on business yes, in the building, business yes. on it. Get your so, kids yeah. involved. Get your family involved. Mm -hmm. it, it stimulates conversations. It stimulates growth. It stimulates creativity. Yeah. Like, it's great. It really has brought us closer together. Yeah, it reminds me of something since we're in LA. Mm -hmm. Woo, best side. It reminds me of something Issa Rae said yes. when she said, um, everybody's always looking for a come up or looking for that person that's going to put them on. Get on with your friends. Yep. Get put on with your family. <laughs> yeah. people are around. The people yes. around you are gonna put you on, That's not right. some random famous person, yes. right? So I like that your family is helping you, yes. your sons and your daughters, yes. and you put it in the family. Yes, absolutely. We can do it. We have the yes. power within all of us to mm -hmm. do it and to be successful. So That's right. this has been good. I mean, do you have any questions for me? I love questions. Oh my gosh! Yes, please tell mm -hmm. me what are some of the events that you have coming up. <gasps> So we've been we've been struggling with events in terms of making them virtual and consistent mm -hmm. because we were so used to doing things in person. But yeah. um, in December, we're going to plan on doing another virtual event like nice. we did in September. So I'm looking forward to that. And depending on how school is next year, we might start going back into schools if they allow us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I have coming up. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Any plans on expanding like um, outside of Texas much and... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our new girl talking ambassador <laughs> from Los Angeles. Oh, yes, hey, hey, how you doing? Yes. You're hired, dude. <laughs> I accept, I accept. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I really enjoy um, being an entrepreneur. It's tough, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation, because I wanted us to know to give black folks grace when yes. it comes to business, because it's hard. But that doesn't mean, if you're a black <laughs> entrepreneur, that you can't be humble. You got to treat your customers with respect, okay? Absolutely. Because I've been in some black establishments and I'm been like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before you get your, like, Twitter fingers going, though, give them a second chance. That's right. I think, too, right? That's right. That's like, right. let's see if Because you can't try. delete those bad reviews. No, like, you can. You Randa, can. Randa and I um, um, have a law firm. She's in there. And this one review is like, it's like the ugly piece Ugh. of... I don't know. It's a yeah. thorn in our side. So don't write those reviews unless yeah, you give give it, it, give us try a to work it out first. Yes. 
Because y'all don't go to Chick-fil-A and write reviews and they get your chicken niggas wrong. Thank you. I ain't seen no bad reviews on Chick-fil-A. Listen, McDonald's ice cream machine been broke down for how long, right. people? You still waiting in line to get your shakes and, and But they and won't stuff. go to the Hank's ice cream in Houston. Hello. You know what I mean? Hello. And Preach. just because they say my pleasure don't mean nothing. No. I can tell you my pleasure, <laughs> but if you don't come to me, you won't let me say my pleasure. So. Preach. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely wanted to have this conversation about entrepreneurship. Um, I think it's a powerful thing for our community if we inspire more black folks to be entrepreneurs Absolutely. and to have their own. This is the last thing I want to leave off with. If someone tells you that they want to do something, support them. Yes. Don't oh. ask them, oh, don't how are you going to do that? Yes. Don't how are you going to do that? You, do, do you have the money to do that? Are you right. going to quit your job for right. that? Right. How are you going to eat? How are you going to make ends meet? Right. Support black folks that want absolutely. to start their own things. Right. Have you experienced that? I know I have. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Wanna... And, and, you know, just like we talked, there's a way. We call it like the hamburger uh, kind of criticism, right? Say, that's a great idea. Now, now this is what, you know, start the job while you still keep your day, 9 to 5. Don't pick your 9 to 5, mm -hmm. per se, but this is what you can do to start that while you build it up and then end by a positive comment because mm -hmm. we don't want to be dream snatchers like yeah. just because it's right. not your dream or your thing doesn't that's mean you right. have to snatch somebody else down that's right yeah i've i've heard that people have experienced that where it's like mm -hmm. you can't do that are you sure yeah you know and then when you hear that are you sure you start thinking well damn am i sure right. that's it. should i start girl talking that's it. should should i should i quit my job and mm -hmm. just do a law firm mm -hmm. should i do that mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yep. so y'all have to really like Trust in people's dreams. Mm. God God does not give people dreams for them to fail. That's right. So if they believe in their dreams enough to tell you, mm -hmm. support them. Because exactly. it's hard to be vulnerable enough to express your dreams. Someone says, I've learned and stick by doing your best and hire the rest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good mentality. Yeah. yeah, you can't do it all, right? Yeah, right. That's right, that's right. <laughs> this has been a, a lovely conversation. Oh, she's right. She's also telling black, black entrepreneurs, don't do everything by yourself. That's right. That is correct. We all do yes. have that superwoman mentality. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. We'll take it all. I'll say, I'll do it real quick. So mm -hmm. that's true. You know, you oh, have yeah, to delegate and, and get For mental help. health. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I really enjoyed this conversation on entrepreneurship. I so hope much. that uh, the people that will listen after we finish will take heed to what we're saying because mm -hmm. I want to see black folks own it. Like, you remember, like, Auburn Avenue in Atlanta is like a strip of mm -hmm. what used to be black-owned businesses. Yes. Now, it's mostly black still, but it's not like how it used to be. Yeah, or yeah. even the stories that we've all heard of Black Wall Street. Like, can we right. can we get that back? Let's right. make it a modern-day thing. Right. And, I mean, racism is going to be there. Oh, yeah. But if you are thriving in a community with people that look yep. like you and you're supporting each other, who got time to be right, worried about right. The president, well, you're always going to worry about politics, but who has time to be worried about what the president mm -hmm. said or what this person mm -hmm. said? Yep. Strength you're thriving in, in your community. Yes, you know? strength in numbers. We got to stick together. So thank you for the people that joined in. Thank you for the people on yes. Allie and Dr. Alexandria's live that yes, joined thank in. thank you, thank you. Hey, Bree Chanel. Hey, uh, Cuz. Hey, Sabrina. How you doing? Hey, Jonda. <laughs> thank you for commenting. This has been Stacy, episode 21 of Girl Talk University, Black Parade, supporting black-owned businesses with... Dr. Alexandria, a.k.a. Allie. We are in Los Angeles, y'all, live, mm -hmm. okay? And this is a doctor, so I trust that she's going to protect us and keep us safe. I'm going to keep them good. And don't you worry. We are all, <laughs> we're all quarantining effectively here. We all had our masks on earlier. None of us have fevers. I made sure. Trust me. <laughs> she had all her, her hand to do the thermometer. No, yes, I and my hand sanitizer right here. So Thank do you. it right. Thank yes. you so much. Thank all right, y'all. Peace out. <laughs> it's been great.